This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants. And the fill in the blanks. We talk about the awesome officiating by Bruce Tripoli and much, much more live. With Aaron and John, and maybe Josh sometime. He just texted and said he might make it onto the podcast. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Just, <laughs> how's it yo, going? Yo, yo, what up? Hey, guys, what's up? Here, here, here's Josh. Dude, start and I'll be in there a bit. I'm finishing up a birthday party for a friend, getting ready to leave. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Hey I'd, like to give a, hey, I'd like to give a shout-out to James in Lynchburg listening on Mixler right now. He must have got the tweet. Someone, I think it might have been James last week, was like, you guys need to tweet when, uh, you know, you're going to actually be on Mixler so we can actually tune in. So I remembered to tweet. I remembered how to log in at Twitter and actually tweet because that's usually Josh's domain. Yep, 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 yep. But, you know, Josh is busy, uh, I don't know, supporting his local food truck or something with wheatgrass. In any event, dudes, like you said, welcome to Harry Hog Football Episode 381. I I would love to call this the 300 Art Monk episode, but I don't really want to include Art Monk's name um, in any kind of thing involving the Washington Redskins right now because we suck so badly. But I love Art Monk. Exactly, that's the thing. <laughs> but but I love Shrek. <laughs> Dude, this Shrek is the is our love. fourth memorial episode. <laughs> memorial. This is our fourth Art Monk episode. It is. And it's got to be after this debacle. Hall of Famer Art Monk, I might add. Yes, sir. We were there. My favorite redskin of all times, I might add. We were there for it. Anyway, did we uh, thank our longtime benevolent sponsor? Oh, yeah, I'd like to give a big old shout-out to our long-term, long-term, long-time benevolent sponsor, Mr. Desmond C. Lee. That's Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. Because Desmond, Desmond C. Lee 1 was? Hacked or taken. Or taken. Taken. Dude, before this podcast, I was actually, um, you know, looking at the stats, which is something I rarely <laughs> do. And as the uh, people on iTunes have pointed out, how we don't really prepare for the podcast, which is pretty much true, you know, honest. We prepare by watching the games, at least, which I have to say, this is just Are you sure? Are you sh- what? Do you think Josh didn't watch the game? Oh, I don't and know. And that's why he's not here? I don't know, but I would like to say, in our defense of not preparing for the podcast, I'm sure we... we never would, prepare for the podcast. Yeah, but I'm sure we, <laughs> at least we watch the game, unlike probably 75% of the people on TV that just talk about the game based on stats and what they hear. True that. They're yeah, like, like, oh man, I saw the highlights on, on, I don't know, ESPN or something. Well, wait, no, I can't say that because 
I don't think we really have highlights. It's all low lights. Let me let me ask you this: Is this yeah. or is this not a true statement? It was really refreshing to see seven sacks. Though I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. Now, why you got to be why you got to be all mean to Will by using this quote out of context? It was not refreshing to see seven. <laughs> seven. All right. Anyway, let me back back to my point about looking at the stat sheet before we came on the air here. Yeah, or on the uh, whatever bits and bytes of the internet. Um. Chomp. <laughs> what stood out to me, dude, how pathetic it is that we had 130-some yards of penalties and we had 47 yards lost from sacks. Just from sacks. That's 200 yards almost. That we gave away. 200. The Giants, let me click back over here. The Giants only had 200-some yards of total offense. It was 287 total. Um, 238 of that were passing yards. I think every single one of those was were by uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Is he related to, um, you know, the soccer player? Bend it like that. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you. Well, maybe his grandmother was Dutch. I don't know. He might be related to. Him. That dude likes to like move his groin around and gyrate after he makes a play. <laughs> <laughs> He's a gyrator. <laughs> He's a gyrator. It was a little, like, disturbing, you know? It's like, dude, I don't need to see you gyrating. I don't mind <laughs> if you spike the ball. I don't mind if, you you know, you say something that's a little taunting-like. But gyrating? I tell you what, didn't didn't Breland get a flag for taunting? A personal foul flag for taunting? Dude, I don't know what he... He got, like, a couple of... Um, uh, pass interference calls that I was like, what? Well, the NFL actually said today, let me see if I can find it, actually. They said today that a couple of those calls were incorrect. Shock, because we had freaking Jeff Triplett. <laughs> I called him Bruce Triplett on the end. I know, dude. <laughs> Bruce Triplett. <laughs> By the way, I don't remember, I got to go back and look on Twitter. There's somebody who get on who follows us, and you can follow us at Harry Hogg on Twitter, by the way. Um, and there's a guy, I can't remember who it is, but every now and then I just see a tweet from him where he's like yelling, at somebody else on Twitter, like like the NFL or something like that, and he's just like his name is Chet because they keep saying Chris Baker. <laughs> It'll be like his at name is Redskins Chet. at NFL at Harry Hog. His, his name, name is, is Chet. Chet. His name is Chet. Oh, by the way, I got this new office chair in my studio here at Harry Hog Football East. I mean West. West. The only thing is, every time I move in it, it like squeaks, kind of like I'm. Cutting one, and Josh isn't on, so we can't blame it on him. I don't remember that. Remember, like way back in the day when we had the fart gate or whatever it was, (laughs) 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 and we had listeners go back and like slow it down and try to figure out where the sound came from. It was totally Josh. Oh, it totally was, and he blamed it on his chair. Well, I've got one of those chairs now. All right, so I'm kind of. You know. Anyway, do we really have to talk about the Redskins? I guess we do. I guess so. I'm still trying to find. Where the heck did I read that? It's Chet. It's Where are you Chet. Read? Oh yeah. What did the NFL say? Did they say anything regarding the um, touchdown that wasn't quite play? Um, everyone said that that the uh, the entire debacle of the end of the first half, where three looked like he scored a touchdown, but he didn't. They said everything on that um, was correct. 
He I, lost the ball before he broke the plane. Someone and, other besides Mike Pereira. Yeah, the NFL said it was the right call. Dude, I'm going to have to disagree with him. And then this is why. All right. Here's my theory on this. I know exactly why they're saying that it was a fumble, everyone on uh, Mixler. But yeah. here, here's the thing. All right, he fumbled it. This is what it looked like to me. He dove from, like, the three-yard line. Yeah. The guy knocked out the ball at, like, the one or the half-yard line. Mm-hmm. And as he was going over the plane, he caught it with both hands. After, yeah, okay. Inbounds, and he landed, and it kind of bobbled free, and he landed out of bounds and then caught it again. Okay, that's what I saw happen. Do you agree that that's what happened? I saw the ball. I saw him lose control of the ball before he broke the plane. And then I saw him never really regain contact. And when he landed, he landed partially out of bounds in the end zone, out of bounds. And I never saw him regain. I saw him kind of regain contract, regain control of the ball, but I did not see him catch it and come down with it in bounds um, because apparently it becomes a pass, quote unquote. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. I'm like, this wasn't a pass. It was a fumble. It's like, yeah. So yeah. if you go over the goal line and you're just like switching the ball from your left hand to the right hand, all of a sudden it's not a touchdown. Well, remember a couple years ago, it might have been not last year, or it might have been two seasons ago, and Megatron for the Detroit Lions caught a ball in the end zone, caught it, and like in all in one fell, all in one motion, like caught the ball, kind of hit the ground. He, he like caught the ball in the air or something, and hit the ground, and just like flipped it to the ref or something like that, all in one motion. And then they took the touchdown away from him, and they lost the game. And it was yeah, like, near, like near the end of the game. I don't remember all the details, but it's, that's that was one on of a the pass, things, though. Yeah, that's one of the things they're saying, that it was similar to that situation, that you have to control the ball all the way to the ground. But I don't agree with that because it, was already, it wasn't a pass that was either complete or incomplete. The ball was live regardless. Yeah, on a completed pass, it's not live until it's actually controlled. That ball was live the entire time, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. I, I apparently they treat it like a pass. That's what's what the NFL is supposed to do. I think they. <laughs> I think they just made it up as they went along. Regardless, the whole situation because we know how sums up our, our, our team. Yeah, and so yeah. does the ref sum up our team. That's why they're giving us him, and that's why Santana Moss basically lost his mind there at the end of the first half for you know of all people Santana Moss you know things are bad if Santana Moss is like going at a ref going that's effed up man that's effed up dude Santana Moss is getting my game ball today because of this he basically represented the frustration of every Redskins fan at that point like even if the call was right I mean with everything that three's been going through trying to just get back and sucking and then actually finally, you know, uses his legs to get a touchdown that really wasn't quite. It's just like so much frustration he had to take it out on someone. And who was there? (laughs) Dumbass Jeff Triplett. And who better to take it out on than that guy? (laughs) We've been calling him out since 19, what, 99? Dude, in the funniest 1998. We've been calling him out since 1998 for being an awful, awful ref. He's the worst ref. Year in and year out, he's always terrible, and yet he still has a job. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Dude, and the funniest thing was when he was trying to get the flag, and he like <laughs> he was like so flustered he couldn't find it, and he was like pulling off that little blue ball bing bag thing, and like <laughs> he, he had to he didn't get it until the third try. 
Yeah, and then some other ref decided to stick his nose in there, and then he threw a flag too. And what's that with stacking the penalties? It was the same infraction. They said he was that going off on the one refs. was because he was going off on a ref. They said it was a different infraction. Between it was a one infraction against dumbass triplet, and there was another infraction against the other ref. Is what the official line was. They're making that stuff up too. <laughs> I've never heard of being able to tack it on twice like that. And get but then again, and the then game. and then. But then again, how Redskins at the beginning of the second half, the Giants do an onside kick, and we can't even freaking recover it. Well, what like, was we it? let them get it. Let me ask you this. Back to Je- Jeff Triplett. Dumbass Jeff how Triplett. dumb he is. What – all right. What was he ejected for? This is like going – this is where we need Desmond C. Lee and the lawyer in him to tell us this. <laughs> what, was, what was he kicked out of the game for? He didn't touch he was, the ref. He got in. The, he actually did make contact with Triplet, but they said that's not what was called. They said it was his penalty against Triplet was for the uh, was for pretty much mouthing off to him and saying that's effed up. That's effed up. Um, they said that he made contact with the second ref and gotten that re- going at a referee. I think was what the line was quoted as. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> I don't know, but how Redskins was that man? How Redskins was that? That that's so typical. Not it. It sucks. It's 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 amazing because we just keep finding new ways to suck and to shoot ourselves. He still what is gets the my quote game from back in the day. What is the quote from back in the day? It's hard to look cool when you're kicking your own ass. Yeah, and you know what else? You know what I really couldn't stand more than you know. All right, I understand why Santana Moss went out there because as a fan, we pretty much all would have done the same thing at that point. Yeah. <laughs> because it just sucked so bad. Even if he was completely correct in his call, it was so horrible. It's just like. You know what I wanted to really see was someone doing a Vine video of Triplet on his like oh, yeah. two two swing and misses on grabbing his bean his, his yellow flag. Yeah, I mean, and what Santana Moss said pretty much sums it up. Dude. Yeah. It's effed up. Not so much his call was, but just the entire situation. Everything. Everything. You know, he's trying to, like, you know, with everything three he's been through, and then that situation happened was what was messed up more than anything <laughs> else. Just the whole thing. It's just like, dude, seriously, can we? And he, after the game, was like, we never get breaks. Ever. Yeah, he was like 10 years. He was like, it's been 10 years, and, and this stuff always happens. It always happens to us. When we finally, even even when we finally do something good, something like that happens, and it ends up being bad. We just can't. He, you just frust, like you said, Aaron, as frustrated as we are. And I got to say, RG three was not awesome in that game, but he was actually. I decent. thought he was playing okay. He was decent. He was decent, and dude, you called it out a couple of weeks ago. You were just like, dude, if he's going to put three in there as a pocket passer, he's not going to do well. You need to let him do what he's good at. He's never going to be that drop-back pocket passer guy, especially behind this awful offensive line. Dude, get hey. him out on the edge. Get him some bootlegs. Let him do use his legs a little bit. The same thing in San Francisco with Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are his strengths? What has he been successful doing? Let him keep doing that, or you're wasting your time. Yeah, and they started to do that a little bit in the game. In the first half, it? they did. Game, well, in game, what was it, one or two? Oh, before oh, he got injured. Two. They let him run that one time, and then that was all they needed to set it up. Just let yeah. him run once or twice early in the game, 
And then that's itself is going to buy him a little extra time on the play action because your O-line's not buying him any. And if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know, that, that we knew it we knew it when we drafted him. He's, he's one of those players that's going to get hurt just because yeah. he's a mobile quarterback. It happens. That was one of the things that I really hated about it. And I was like, you know, we're going to have to deal with that. And that's why when we drafted Kirk Cousins after the initial, what? It was like, oh, yeah, duh. We have a built-in backup now because three is going to be hurt sometimes. Yeah. Oh, and by and the here way, we are with him as the backup, and Colt McCoy is officially on injured reserve with that uh, recurring neck issue. Uh, by the way, Rainbow Connection RPG agreed hmm. with me that he had control when he crossed the plane. See, I don't think he had control when he crossed the plane at all. I have to disagree on that. Well, I, I agree with the call. Fan, dude. That is a hell of a thing to say to me. We, you know who we need to bring on here to talk about it real quick if he's available? He's out of town this week, unfortunately. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. He's, he's probably un- wherever Josh is. He's probably with Josh. It would be nice if Josh would have been here for uh, to, to help out with that. But unfortunately. He's at a birthday party. He's at a birthday party. <clears throat> Dude, he's 40 he's years eight. old. What birthday party? Well, you know. What? What the? Who goes to a birthday party on a, wait, what day is this? Wednesday? <laughs> is this a weekday? Anyway. So, and in any event, I, I did find that information on Bashar Breland's, uh, the calls that were incorrect, some of the calls that were incorrect. Yeah. He, uh, let's see, he had unnecessary roughness, two pass interference calls, taunting and defensive holding, which was declined. Uh, one of the pass interference calls should have been defensive holding. You and I talked about that during the game. And they called it pass interference. And they called it pass interference and gave him all those extra yards, which was crap. And let's see. They said that. They said that Jeff, Jeff Triplett is the worst officiating crew in the league. Yeah, well, they said the second pass interference call, which I think is the one that we said, if anything, was defensive holding. They said that should not have been called, and they said that he should not have been uh, given a flag for taunting. And that one was really, really obvious as well because if anyone was doing taunting, it was Odell Beckham. Yeah, He's out with, there he was doing gyrating. all sorts of stuff. Anything should get a penalty. It's like sexual maneuvers towards other men on the field <laughs> and just fans in general and, like, public, and that's not exactly legal either. There's children it's at very these uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> Especially wearing those tight pants, <laughs> like that dude from—is it was it Foria? Josh, was, Josh Foria? was getting all worked into a lather. A lather. <laughs> <laughs> I would yet, dude. That's a thing we haven't talked about in a while. We this that we have uh, inappropriate sports sayings that should be retired, and I think that's a new one. Yeah, worked into a worked lather. up into a lather. Yeah, along with getting a blow on the sideline. And what? Who was it in the post? That said, um, what was that other saying that Solomon Wilcotts always uses? This is four down territory. <laughs> oh, and dude, speaking of that. It was I, four down territory. Yeah, go in. We, we need to move into some of the play calling up in this. We need to move into Jay Gruden quitting in the last seven minutes of the game. Yeah. Only down by two scores. Yeah. What? What he said that he did it because three was getting up so slowly, and he was just like, "Well, geez, I've just run out the clock." Blah blah blah. Freaking pocket, like you did for your other quarterback earlier in the game, dude. That's 
Exactly, exactly. He had Colt McCoy running all this stuff. And it was like after three plays, I think, you and I were on the phone and we were just like, dude, why hasn't he been doing that when RG3 was in? And I told you my theory behind it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to go into that? Here's my theory, guys. Then you guys can weigh in on this. On the chat. My theory is everyone knows Jay Gruden's background coming from the dude that couldn't quite, how do I say it, didn't get his shot in the NFL that he felt he deserved. Perhaps he felt like he didn't get the shot he deserved, yeah. That's what I'm going to say about that. But my point is that perhaps he's trying to take it out on the dude that was overhyped coming in. That being three. By like secretly schadenfreude, is that what the word is? Wanting him to fail. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying here? I understand what you're saying, that that he could perhaps be setting him up for failure. While pulling for the third string guy. Who I'm very sad to see go on IR, because you guys know I was driving the Colt McCoy bus. I still think he I still think he's got what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. He's NFL caliber. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I still think RG3 needs more time. If, all right. This is what's going to happen. All right. All everyone right. out there listening and everyone knows that if we were to cut and or trade, well, I guess it has to be one or the other, cut or trade RG3, he's going to go to a team, probably the Eagles or the Cowboys or the Giants, and then he's <laughs> he somehow rekindled his 2012 form, and now he's undefeated and going to the Super Bowl while we're still sucking. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Because that would be that would be so Redskins. Oh yeah. And this is what I'm saying, and I think I said it last week. We need to keep this dude. Where he's already paid for next year. I mean, it's you might as well play him. See if he can regain his form while we still have him under contract. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully, good lord, you know what else would be so Redskins to do is to go ahead before May is to take that fifth year option and go ahead and do it. Cause they'll be like, well, we don't want to lose him and then pay him like $16 million in the massive salary cap hit that comes with it to keep him not next season, but the season after that. Mm-hmm. Cause I agree. We need to keep him. Absolutely. Cause why not? <laughs> oh yeah. And, but and, he, and, let him play his last year and see if he can earn some kind of new contract, whether with us or somebody else. But if they take this fifth year option on him there, well, well, <laughs> yeah, dude. And to yeah. move on, on that point, dude, my whole point about how cursed we are and like, he's going to go and like play awesome somewhere else. If we let him go, look yeah. what crappy Bakari Rambo could do when we, he <sighs> how the hell does someone like Bakari Rambo go to another team Number one, he got picked up by another team, which was just amazing. But then what does he do? He goes and gets two picks against Aaron Rodgers. Who's only had like five the whole year. Before it's unbelievable. He had, may have had led less than five before the year. I, I, I think I heard that he had five on the year going into that game, and four of those were off of tip balls. Dude, I so, don't understand it. That guy shouldn't even have been on the field. Either that or, or it was Hazlitt. Or it was Hazlitt. Let's flip a coin on that. Yeah, what do you think? What do, what do you guys think out there? Dude, someone tweeted something today about John Harbaugh um, going to Michigan or maybe going to Michigan today. I haven't been watching Sports Center today. Yeah. But, but fr- anyway, at first when they or was it Jim? Jim or John? I don't remember. But when they Jim. but when they tweeted that, 
for some reason, I thought it said Jim Hazlitt. And I was like, thank good. Why would they be paying him that? Oh, man, it doesn't say Jim Hazlitt's leaving. Oh, wishful thinking. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's what I have to say about Jim Hazlitt. Yeah, give me that. I, I'm a little under the weather. I cannot scream and yell a big fat cut, but boy, I sure really want to. Yellow cake. Yeah, what is up with Jay Gruden? He's, yeah, I'm starting to not like him more and more every week. It's like, dude, and and dude, what was up with uh, who was the sideline reporter for that game? Lisa Salter. Uh, wait, wait, no, it was it was Goose, <laughs> it was right? Goose with his he looked like a freaking grizzly bear hanging looked, out in the end zone. He did he looked like a grizzly bear? All he needed was like a leash and a chain and some dude on like stilts walking around with him. That guy. <laughs> anyway, he said. uh they're got the a really good view half. here. They're right here in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> he said that uh, Jay Gruden didn't even know what happened with Santana Moss getting kicked out of the game until like he was coming back on the field for the second half. Oh, my what the hell is that? I know that the, the head coach is doing a lot of stuff, but I mean, <sighs> there's just so much idiotic dysfunction everywhere, and I feel like. Sometimes I'm wondering if if we're just like nitpicking at every little thing because it would be very easy to do when when you know when your team is winning it's a lot easier to uh let small stuff go. But man, it's it is it's like we can't do anything right. We can't do anything. The guy carrying the Kool-Aid prob- or the uh, Gatorade cooler probably like fell down or spit in it or something. Like you can't, you know, the guy with the towels probably grabbed a bag of like dirty towels and passed them out to the players. Dude, 130 yards in penalties. In penalties, seven sacks for 47 yards. It's unbelievable. Un, it's, it's terrible. And you know, it's going to be really interesting to see these last two games. They're both home games uh, against Philly this weekend and against Dallas. How green do you think the stadium is going to be here come a Saturday evening? It's going to be completely green, and Dan Snyder is going to be so embarrassed. He should be. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Rainbow Connection just brought this up, and I wanted to point this out also. (laughs) How many years has Moose and Goose been on a broadcast team? 13? They cared so little about this game because, well, you know, it's two crappy teams. Yeah. Goose is like, dude, how did you get your name of Moose? Like, he's never thought of that in 13 years until he was so bored during this game, standing down there in the end zone watching dude's butts that watching, watching in his grizzly outfit. In his grizzly bear outfit. And there's like two, two, uh, uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. I, I, it was horrible, dude. No. It was horrible. Again, it, it, what I was going to say was between two teams that are awful. But yet that are we're successful still, challenged. <laughs> success challenged. Successfully success, challenged. Success challenged. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I saw – what was that on the best and worst? Um, who does that? Steinberg said that if we lose <sighs> these next two games, it's – the first time since what the sixties that we've gone back to back seasons without seven wins. Uh, yeah, something like that. Since this, I mean, this is really 
we are getting into like the late 50s, 1960s time, which is apparently the darkest days ever of Redskins football for all the real old timers out there. Although, I mean, we are, I don't know, dudes, this has been, this has been a pretty awful time. And not even since Snyder had the team because we kind of sucked before. Well, we did, we didn't kind of suck. We sucked. But Charlie Cassidy was here picking all those awful first round picks. Back in the mid nineties, it was as soon as Joe Gibbs left, everything fell apart. God, I want to curse so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we I, left. I just want to be like F F D F F F F F F F F F. And we left RFK, and then it just went even worse. Ugh, Jack can't cook stadium. And dude, and after going to that Colt Stadium a few weeks ago, FedEx yeah. Field sucks, dude. We need the smaller you know. stadium that's like. I mean, I don't want the stadium to be inside or anything, really. But just a smaller stadium that's actually fun to go to. Yeah. With stuff around it that's not ghetto and that you can, like, you know, do things. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just a whole... Yeah. I want to see what happens with the season tickets next year. It's going to be, like, click online and get season tickets. You're going to be able to like go to Redskins.com and buy tickets directly from them, probably, for every single game. Mm-hmm. Either that or they're going to just keep trying to keep this the smoke screen up about how much people want to buy their, their tickets. No one's, no one's buying that crap anymore, though. No, one, no, one's buy, no one's buying the tickets and no one's buying all the BR coming out of, out of Ashburn anymore. What do you think the, the turnover rate for season ticket holders is going to be this year after they were trying to sell tickets that they were forced to pay $100 for for $3 on StubHub? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When they couldn't go to the game. Well, Or maybe they just didn't want at, to go anymore. Dude, it all starts at the top. Blame Dan Snyder. The team, it's been, you know, even when we've been winning, he's still been like a money-grubbing asshole taking every single red cent out of all the Redskins fans that he could, doing everything possible just to, to squeeze money out of every single one of us year in and year out with the merchandise, with all the crap at the stadium, the overpriced beers, the the just just everything. Every, su- suing season ticket holders that couldn't pay for their season tickets. Just, just all sorts of terrible, terrible stuff. And you kind of don't think about that as much when we're winning, but we're not winning. No, it's horrible. And that's all. He just keeps saying, I'm a lifelong Redskins fan, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. And yet he has absolutely no problems with totally, totally ripping Redskins fans off all the time. And he's done it ever since he's bought the team. Dan, all I could say is if you love something, set it free. <laughs> Sell the team, dude. To Sell anyone. the team. Joe All Gibbs. I want for Christmas really is a Joe new Gibbs. owner of the team. It'd be awesome if it was Joe Gibbs Enterprises. Joe Gibbs Enterprises. Joe, is it Joe Gibbs Racing Enterprises? I don't know. I don't care what it is. J G R E and F. Oh my goodness! All right, let's go. Let me look at the itinerary here. What do we have to talk about besides that? O line report. You want to handle that? Isn't uh, or you want to do the injury report? O-line report, well, they were horrible. They gave up seven sacks. We don't even need it. Dude, oh, yeah, we should talk about that a little bit because Trent Williams was starting to really suck in that game, and then he went out with an injury that I think he's had for a couple of games. Yeah, because why would he be so bad? Why would he suddenly be so bad, someone that's really stepped up and been been a really, really good player? So now we know it's because he had a shoulder injury. 
Um, and so, so all right, let's see if we can remember all the he O-line got mad at they one had point. to make. Remember there was like a false start and he started freaking out up there? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. He was frustrated, yeah. like everyone. So he went out. They had to move. Who the hell was playing right tackle? Compton, right? Yeah, he moved over Tom to the left Compton. and then Columbus came over, in. And then Columbus came in. And then Liechtensteiger, Schnell, got hurt. And so Chester had to come in or move over to center at the end of the game. So who was playing tackle? Uh, Was it Licorice? By that time, I was just kind of like sitting there staring blankly at the television. Yeah, it was hard to say. Dude, it, it was so bad when we were watching it late in the game. I was like, who the hell was number 74? And you were like, Columbus. And I forgot <laughs> what his number was. Yeah. Well, and I, I remember I was like, like who's yeah. that guy that just scored? Who's 37? Thompson. <laughs> and I was like, I thought he got cut. He did get cut. And then they re-signed him to the practice squad. Oh, yeah. I did want to also point out, if if uh, Silas Red could stop fumbling, I think he would be really good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so too. And and I think he's going to get better. I really do. He was a talent. He you totally called him in preseason. You were like, "We need to keep him over that Thompson guy." All right. Cuz Thompson always gets hurt. I think I've decided the main three things that I want to happen in the offseason besides Dan Snyder selling the team. Yeah. Three realistic things. One, first day after the season's over, fire Jim Hazlitt. Yeah. I wouldn't even wait that long. All right, that same. I'd be like, dude, you might as well go right to Ashburn and clean out your office. Second, um, at least two or three picks on offensive linemen. And third, a couple picks on defensive backs. And fourth, can we spend some money on some players, safeties, cornerbacks, offensive linemen, Defensive linemen that aren't like 32 and had one great season for the Cowboys. Yeah, how about like 25 year olds or 26 year olds? Yeah, just, just there's just so much stupidity going on, dude. They've been getting those 32, 33, 34 year old dudes for 20 years now. Yeah, it's been well, it's been ever since Snyder bought the team. He's just like, yeah, this guy's good. good. He's proven. He was proven. It's proven that he was a cowboy. He may not play again. I guess we can go ahead and go into the injury report. I'll take care of that. You want me to play the music? Um, yeah, play that dude. Uh, okay. I haven't got time for the pain. I haven't got room for the pain. Aaron, you crack me up every time the music comes on recently because you've been like, is this a dude? I still don't know. Is that Carly Simon? That's what I think, but I, I thought don't it know. was James Taylor. <laughs> Maybe it's Simon and Simon. Maybe it's Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> I just like to say Garfunkel. Or maybe it's Neil Young, because that dude has a high voice. <laughs> Transformer Man. Someone just said it was Carly on the, on the uh... Carly Simon. Well Is is Carly is Carly married to Paul? Didn't we talk about this last week? Because remember, yeah, we did because of Edie Burkell. It's the same themes over and over on this thing. It All is. Right, let's and go. then like on the radio, like the next day I texted you, I was like that Edie Burkell song was on. <laughs> We're I trying to just... avoid talking about how bad the team is. Exactly. It depresses me. I don't think we have anything else to add. It's not like there's not much further they can go. No, don't say that. Yeah, there it could go further. Like Kerrigan could get injured. 
Yeah. All right, let's talk about that because, yeah, Kerrigan was about our – he had the only sack in the game. Um, Hatcher missed practice because of his right knee again. That forced him out of the last game. Cowboy. Um, He's not going to play against his old mates. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see if he plays this He's weekend not get or a sack not. Against, them. against the Cowboys? Exactly. Next weekend. Uh, Trent Williams and Gabe Miller. Gabe Miller. Um, Gabe has got an ankle issue. He mispracticed. Trent Williams' shoulders is not good. And Did Trent Williams mispractice? Yeah, they said they don't know yet if he's going to play this weekend or not. Oh, my goodness. He's, I think he's been playing really hurt at this point. Like, I'm, you know, he's really trying to be a team leader and set an example. But uh, Did we sign Keenan, some O-linemen Keenan and Merriweather first practiced um, for the first time since the Indy, Indy, uh, Indianapolis game. It's good news. It's good news. Schnell, uh, Will Compton, Chet, and Helu all practiced. Fully, and Jordan Reed uh, had an excused absence to attend the birth of his first child. Who did? Uh, who attended the birth? Jordan Reed. Oh, really? Very nice. Good for him. Congratulations, Mr. Reed. Congratulations on the birth of your first child. Hopefully the Redskins will be good again before he's old enough to understand. But I somehow doubt it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Uh when we go with cuts and sign people, we know Colt McCoy is put on the injury reserve list. I, we don't even need to go through all these, do we? I don't even know that these guys keep resurfacing, like Jackson Jeffcoat. I thought he was cut and signed like five times this year. And we got like this Jackson Jeffcoat guy that we signed from the practice squad to the active roster, but we cut this guy, Justin Jackson, who's also a linebacker from the practice squad. What are up with all these JJ guys? I'm serious. JJ. JJ. It's so Jarvis. many football players whose first and last names start with a J. It's amazing. Jarvis Straight Jenkins, Janoris Jensen, uh, uh, Julio Jones, Jackson Jeffcoat. <laughs> and who's Steve Baharnels? Bo Harness. Steve Bo Harness. Didn't we sign he's, him last week? He's been on and off uh, the last couple of weeks. Justin Jackson. I didn't. I didn't Justin even know he Jackson was on the Jeff practice squad. Where did I didn't even from? know there was a Justin. Is it? Is it's Justin Jackson and Jackson Jeffcoat? So Chase Minifield got cut. Yeah, yeah. Again, for like twelfth time. He's on IR, but they they cut him from there. Um, I guess they had to do an injury settlement or something. I don't know how that works. Anyway, but I think the Chase, Chase Minifield uh, experiment is finally over. I think so too, and I had high hopes for him. Like I have high hopes for the Redskins every year. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think we'll take a short break and, um, you know, uh, a really short break here because I don't feel like listening to Josh's five-minute commercial. Sounds like a plan. And Oh, man, I just hit the wrong button. Anyway, we're going to take this really short break, and when we come back, we're going to give our games and kicks and round this roid out. So uh, I'll talk to you guys in like, I don't know, 12 seconds. John, you better pee quick. You're listening to Harry Hog Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. This is Kenny Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football.
Yo. Did you even go anywhere? Why do we even have a break if we're not going to take a break? I'm getting really well, frustrated. I'm like Santana Moss now, but for the <laughs> podcast. We need to, uh, I don't know, we need a shorter commercial. We could ask Josh. He was supposed to be on here by 9 o'clock, but. Uh, Dude, it's 9.15. Yeah. I know. And he's the one that asked us to change the podcast from last night till tonight. Uh-huh. Seriously, Josh Triplett. I know, right? That's his new name, Josh Triplett. All right, dude. I'm last not even week, sure he watched the game. I'm not either because he never answered any texts while we were like, dude, check that play out. Or how how did that go? Or blah, blah, blah. In any event, we all know Josh is a closet uh, Saints fan anyway. All right, dude. Last week we talked about how the Redskins currently have the sixth pick in the draft because – as bad as we suck, there are five teams that suck worse than us, even though two of them beat us. Go, now, go figure, dude. Now, there are four teams that are 2-12, and 12, so they are still ahead of us with picks one through four, and we have the tiebreaker on two of those, who are Jacksonville and Tennessee. And who do we not the, have the tiebreaker on? Hold on. And the Jets are 3-11, and 11, which is tied with us. So, I'm not sure how the... Uh, I don't. I think if we finish with the same record as someone like the Jets, I think they literally do a coin flip. They can't do that. No, they don't I go to like common do. opponents or anything. I I don't know. We had to. They did a coin flip with us a couple of years ago. Well, if we know how or, that's going to turn out, we'll get the higher pick. And I mean, what I they mean the low, whatever, however you look at it, the worst pick. Yeah, and I think what they did is that. They flip-flopped you. Like, if you won the coin flip, you got the better pick in the first round, but in the second round, you flip-flopped. So if you had pick seven in the first round, you get pick eight in the second, pick seven in the third. I could be totally making that up, but I'm pretty sure that's what they did. But anyway, Tampa Bay is 2-12, and and they beat us. Jacksonville and Tennessee are both 2-12. and We beat both of those teams somehow. And those two team, those two teams are playing tomorrow night. So one of them will actually be tied with us at three and eleven. Well, I guess that's not a guarantee. One of them will probably be three and eleven. For all we know, they'd probably tie. They could tie. They could just go <laughs> zero to zero to a tie. It, it's happened before. And you know what? How many people do you think listening to Harry Hog football are actually going to watch that game? That, how many people are going to watch that game? Period. Just in the entire world. Like CBS and the NFL Network aren't even advertising it. They're, the, all their advertising has been like Thursday night football on Saturday night. Yeah, oh, which way, is just a game confusing. On Thursday. Like oh, some of the times they're not even saying there's a game Thursday night. They're not even advertising it. Oh, dude, by the way, we'd be remiss if we didn't point out that our game this week is on Saturday. Yeah, it is a Saturday it's afternoon. It's one of those game games that, that I've almost missed before because I'm like, what? Yeah. Schedule accordingly. Schedule accordingly. It, and I, how much you want to bet Josh is going to forget that it's on Saturday? I guarantee it. Josh Triplett. So nobody text Josh and remind him. Don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Triplett, I guess it's time to go into our games and kicks. All right, yeah. We've we've only got 16 minutes left because we still haven't upgraded this Mixler thing. So let's see if we can get these in. I'm sure we can. If I can find the music. <laughs> oh my goodness And now The coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award Before we go into the Game Ball Awards I want to point out that most people long You have to be a really long time listener To actually know this though 
that if the Redskins win, we actually do the kick in the balls award first. It's like the flip-flop. But most people wouldn't know that because they would just assume we always did the game ball first. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, go ahead, dude, with your kick in the, or, uh, game, game ball. ball award. My game ball goes to uh, Ryan Kerrigan. For trying or For trying. He had a sack, 12-yard sack, um, a couple other tackles. And, I mean, he's one of the few bright spots we've got on the team right now. That's a good one. And everyone knows that mine is going to Santana Moss for actually representing the fans and their feelings. <laughs> he represents our feelings. <laughs> their feelings. And for being a true Redskin for the last 10 years. And let's see, Josh is. And game I don't ball. mean that in the loser way. I mean that in like he tries. Yeah, actually gives a crap. Yeah. And Josh's game ball is going to go to Colt McCoy for re-injuring his neck and going on injured reserve because we all know how Josh loves to kick people when they're down. Yep, that's a good one. Such as giving Sean Taylor a kick in the balls when he got shot. Hey, you know what? James and Lynchburg and Rainbow Connection RPG are on the chat and they've been on here the whole episode. So let's see if they can. Uh, chat in their game ball awards. We've never done that before. Yeah, this little Mixler thing is kind of cool. M-I-X-L-R dot com. You can find us on there. Yeah, next week we're going to try to tweet it out before we do it because we never quite know. So let's say next week um, get on here. M- it's M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Harry Hog, and then you can join the little chat. So let's see. Uh, Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection says he was going to say Santana Moss also. And James in Lynchburg is giving it to Silas Red because he ran like a beast. He does, dude. Yeah. He's he's powerful and he's got some super cuts. He just needs needs the Dick's gloves on because he keeps He does. He needs some of those Odell Beckham gloves. Oh, man, yeah. Talk about the Odell Beckham Jr. of the week. Talk about someone having a career day against us. Golly, again. Yeah, and Noah D. Turtle over here on Mixler (laughs) Mixler is – picking Tressway. And I did notice, and that's a good point there, Noah, because I did notice that we had a higher uh, punt average than the um, Giants, unless I read the stat wrong. And the Giants, didn't they pay their dude like, I don't know, $5 million a year or something? I think it was $12 million guaranteed over the contract. To be a punter. The punter. That's interesting, man. I mean, he was a good punter. He pinned his back deep. A lot, but if you look at the punt average, Tress Way squeaked it out. No way, dude. That's Tress. Don't call me. No way. Yes way. Tress Way. Anyway. All right. All right, so let's move on forward to... um, Let's kick them. Yeah. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Ridipu. Go ahead, John. Uh, my kick in the balls. Oh, who's it? My kick in the balls is going to barf for quitting in the last two minutes, three minutes of the game. Seven. Yeah, really, dude, really. It really seemed in, like. Dude, he was in four down territory and just punted. Yeah. It's like, yeah. all right, so you might as well just pull your guys off the field because you just punted when you're down two scores with like four and a half minutes left. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, mine definitely goes to bar for for a few things, but definitely for that. That was that that was a even that got me a little bit riled up, and it's hard to get riled up about the games right now in any way, shape, or form. But the, even that got me got me a little riled up. I was just like, "What the hell are you doing?" And my that's who I was going to kick actually. You, you can kick him too. He deserves it. I'm kicking him, and I'm kicking Jeff Triplett, and I'm oh, kicking God, Jim yeah. Hazlitt. And, and and Ryan Clark. If you had to kick, if you had <laughs> to give a kick between Jeff ha- Jim Hazlitt and Jeff Dumbass Triplett, who would you kick more if you could only kick one? Um, Jim Hazlitt. Yeah, because we have to deal with his crap every day. But yeah. boy, I'd love to kick Jeff Triplett too. God, he sucks, man. Yeah, uh, and our dog Rainbow Connection over here is giving his kick to uh, Jim Hazlitt also. And Absolutely. Noah D. Turtle is giving it to the entire O line. It looks like. Well, yeah, I almost did that. Yeah, oh I almost goodness. said the O line. Oh, it was terrible. So, it was so porous, dude. And you kind of feel sorry for Griffin. It's like he's not even getting a fair shake to try to come back from that injury because you got Swiss cheese in front of him. I felt sorry for every single quarterback we've had back there They're this year because destroyed. of that, uh-huh. dude. How many sacks have we given up? And are we on pace for the league record? I don't think we're on pace for the league record, but uh, we've given up a hell of a lot of sacks. I can't remember the last time we only gave up two or three. Yeah, according to the Washington Post, it's the second longest uh, streak in the NFL since 1964 where a team has given up at least five sacks for the sixth straight game. And that was five to Minnesota, six, six to Tampa Bay, six. They had to up their ante, though, and go to seven. Five to San Francisco, six to Indianapolis, seven to freaking St. Louis, which according to uh, the local paper there in St. Louis, they uh, have the highest chlamydia uh, <laughs> levels in the entire country. I knew according you were going to bring Louis, that St. Uh, Louis, what, Gazette, Dispatch, Post, whatever that paper is there. So the St. Louis chlamydias have seven, and the Giants also had seven sacks. St. Louis had seven chlamydia sacks against us. <laughs> what the hell? And so did the, the Giants had seven giant the Giants sacks against us. Seven you. giant sacks. Seven giant sacks. You know what I'm saying? It was chlamydia. really refreshing to see seven sacks, though. I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. Yeah. I haven't heard from Will in a while. I think he's given up. He's – I don't blame anyone that gives up at this point. I don't blame anybody. What, this hey, is just this is just so absolutely – John, real quick, does, <sighs> any, does anyone – John, do you know or does anyone listening know what the one single game record is for sacks given up? Because I think the Redskins have a chance of beating that record this week. You know how every week there's like a bad, bad record that we set? It could be this week because if Trent Williams isn't playing – <laughs> and we've got Compton over there, and then Columbus, Chester, Lichtensteiger. Is he still injured, or is he okay? They're saying he's practicing. Oh, my goodness, dude. So bad. Most sacks by a single team in one game, according to Wikipedia, and we know that uh, that's always true, is... 
Seven. We're not giving you money, Wikipedia. Piss off. Seven giant sacks. Then one game is. I'm going to say ten. Higher. I think we've had ten once. We probably have. Um, thirteen. Lower. Twelve. Yes. Twelve. So we only have to give up five more. Though. <laughs> what we got? Oh man. Oh, and have we even pointed out? That we only have like five interceptions on the entire year. Bakari Rambo has more interceptions than anybody on our team. Bakari freaking Rambo has more interceptions at two than any Redskin. Didn't we have a dude come in a few weeks ago? Uh, what was his name? Douche and make an interception and now he's not even on the team. It was like the third play he was in, and he made an interception, and we cut douche. I never, I, and we signed a bunch of linebackers named Jeffcoat. <laughs> what the hell? Of, a couple of JJs. A couple of damn JJs. We cut one of our major contributors on defense. It's yeah. <laughs> we, douche. One of our major contributors. <laughs> oh man, it's so bad. I don't know what else to say. Can we round it out? Are we done? All right, most 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 sacks in a single game is twelve, and that's five different games, not involving the, the Redskins in any of them. Of course, we didn't make the twelve either. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. In either direction, Cowboys were sacked twelve times by the Steelers in '66 and by the Houston Oilers in '85. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, man. 4.30 Saturday versus the Eagles. You know we'll be watching because we're real fans. But damn, it sucks. Stock up on beer, people. Yeah, we'd like to give a shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond Seeley. You can reach him at DesmondSeeley2 on Twitter. And if you would like to become a sponsor of Harry Art Football, you can go to our website and click on the PayPal. But if you don't want to give us money directly, which I understand... You can always go through our website and use our Amazon link, and then Amazon will give us a little cut of things you are already going to buy there anyway. I always forget about that. Especially around Christmas time. It would help us out a lot if you went through our site. Yes, sir. And, we appreciate um, that you can buy, you know, better equipment that Josh won't use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, let me see. James Ben Lynchburg is saying, wait, mine is a single person, but I don't see who it is. Oh no! So he lost his chance. Ah, anyway, maybe next week, dude, because there's going to be plenty to kick. And so, game. Oh yeah, we got to see the Eagles this week. It's going to be interesting to see if we just fold, fold up completely, or we actually, you know. I'm interested to see how three plays, and I'm interested to see how green the stadium is. Anyway, that wraps it up. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins! Hail the Redskins! And if you see a Cowboys fan, guess what? We still beat them. So. Yeah.